Second Chronicles chapter 2. <clears throat> Solomon decided to build a temple for the name of Yahweh and a royal palace for himself. So he assigned 70,000 men as porters, 80,000 men as stonecutters in the mountains, and 3,600 as supervisors over them. Then Solomon sent word to King Hiram of Tyre, Do for me what you did for my father David. You sent him cedars to build him a house to live in. Now I am building a temple for the name of Yahweh, my God, in order to dedicate it to him for burning fragrant incense before him, for displaying the rows of the bread of the presence continually and for sacrificing burnt offerings for the morning and evening, the Sabbaths and the new moons and the appointed festivals of the Lord our God. This is ordained for Israel forever. The temple that I am building will be great for our God is greater than any of the gods. But who is able to build a temple for him, since even heaven and the highest heaven cannot contain him. Who am I then that I should build a temple for him, except as a place to burn incense before him? Therefore, send me a craftsman who is skilled in engraving to work with gold, silver, bronze, and iron, and with purple, crimson, and blue yarn. He will work with the craftsmen who are with me in Judah and Jerusalem, appointed by my father David. Also, send me cedar, cypress, and algum logs from Lebanon, for I know that your servants know how to cut the trees of Lebanon. Note that my servants will be your servants to prepare logs for me in abundance because the temple I am building will be great and wonderful. I will give your servants, the woodcutters who cut the trees, 100,000 bushels of wheat, flour, 100,000 bushels of barley, 110,000 gallons of wine, and 110,000 gallons of oil. <laughs> then King Hiram of Tyre wrote a letter and sent it to Solomon because the Lord loves his people. He set you over them as king. Hiram also said, May the Lord God of Israel, who made the heavens and the earth, be praised. He gave King David 
a wise son with insight and understanding who will build a temple for the Lord and a royal palace for himself. I have now sent Huramabi, a skillful man who has understanding. He is the son of a woman from the daughters of Dan. His father is a man of Tyre. He knows how to work with gold, silver, bronze, iron, stone, and wood, with purple, blue, crimson, yarn, and fine linen. He knows how to do all kinds of engraving and to execute any design that may be given him. I have sent him to be with your craftsmen and the craftsmen of my Lord, your father David. Now let my Lord send the wheat, barley, oil, and wine to his servants as promised. He We, we will cut logs. We will cut logs from Lebanon. We will cut logs from Lebanon, as many as you need, and bring them to you as rafts by sea to Joppa. You can then take them up to Jerusalem Solomon took a census of all the foreign men in the land of Israel. After the census that his father David had conducted, and the total was 153,600, Solomon made 70,000 of them porters, 80,000 stonecutters in the mountains, and 3,600 supervisors to make the people work. 1 John chapter 2 My little children, I am writing you these things so that you may not sin. But if anyone does sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, the Righteous One, He Himself is the propitiation for our sins, and not only for ours, but also for those of the whole world. This is how we are sure that we have come to know Him. This is how we are sure that we have come to know Him. By keeping his commands. The one who says, I have come to know him, yet doesn't keep his commands, is a liar, and the truth is not in him. But whoever keeps his word truly in him, the love of God is perfected. This is how we know. We are in him. The one who says he remains in him should walk just as he walked. Dear friends, 
I am not writing you a new command, but an old command that you have heard from the beginning. The old command is the message you have heard, yet I am writing you a new command, which is true in him and in you, because the darkness is passing away, and the true light is already shining. The one who says he is in the light, but hates his brother, is in the darkness until now. The one who loves his brother remains in the light, and there is no cause for stumbling in him. But the one who hates his brother is in darkness, walks in the darkness, and doesn't know where he's going. Because the darkness has blinded his eyes. I am writing you, little children, because your sins have been forgiven because of Jesus' name. I am writing you, fathers, because you have come to know the one who is from the beginning. I am writing to you, young men. Because you have had victory over the evil one, I have written to you, children, because you have come to know the Father. I have written to you, fathers, because you have come to know the one who is from the beginning. I have written to you, young men, because you are strong. God's word remains in you, and you have had victory over the evil one. Do not love the world or the things that belong to the world. If anyone loves the world, love for the Father is not in him. For everything that belongs to the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride in one's lifestyle is not from the Father, but is from the world. And the world with its lust is passing away, but the one who does God's will remains forever. Children. It is the last hour, as you have heard. Antichrist is coming. Even now, many antichrists have come. We know from this that it is the last hour. They went out from us, but they did not belong to us. For if they had belong to us. They would have remained with us. However, they went out so that it might be made clear that none of them belongs to us. But you have an anointing from the Holy One, and all of you have knowledge. I have written to you Because you don't know the truth. 
I have not written to you because you don't know the truth. I have not. I have not. I have not written to you because you don't know the truth, but because you do know it. And because no lie comes from the truth. Who is the liar? If not the one who denies that Jesus is the Messiah, this one is the Antichrist. The one who denies the Father and the Son. No one who denies the Son can have the Father. He who confesses the Son has the Father as well. What you have heard from the beginning must remain in you. If you have heard from the beginning, if what you have heard from the beginning remains in you, if what you have heard from the beginning, if what you have heard from the beginning remains in if what you have heard from the beginning remains in you, then you will remain in the Son and in the Father. And this is the promise that he himself made to us eternal life. And this is the promise that he himself made to us eternal life. I have written these things to you about those who are trying to deceive you. The anointing you have received from him remains in you. And you don't need anyone to teach you. You don't need anyone to teach you. To teach you, you don't need anyone. The anointing you receive from him remains in you, and you don't need anyone to teach you. Instead, his anointing teaches you about all things and is true and is not a lie, just as he has taught you remain in him. So now, little children, remain in him so that when he appears, we may have boldness and not be ashamed before him at his coming. If you know that he is righteous, you know this as well. Everyone who does what is right has been born of him. Nahum. Chapter 1, the oracle concerning Nineveh, the book of, the vision of Nahum, the Elkoshite. The Lord is a jealous and avenging God. The Lord takes vengeance and is fierce in wrath. The Lord takes vengeance against his foes. He is furious with his enemies. The Lord is slow to anger, but great in power. The Lord will never leave the guilty unpunished. The Lord is slow to anger, but great 
in power. The Lord is slow to anger, but great in power. The Lord is great in anger, but great in power. The Lord will never leave the guilty unpunished. His path is a whirlwind and storm, and clouds are the dust beneath his feet. He rebukes the sea so that it dries up, and he makes all the rivers run dry. Bashan and Carmel wither. Even the flower of Lebanon withers. The mountains quake before him, and the hills melt. The earth trembles at his presence, the world and all who live in it. Who can withstand his indignation? Who can endure his burning anger? His wrath is poured out like fire. Even rocks are shattered before him. The Lord is good, a stronghold in a day of distress. He cares for those who take refuge in him. But he will completely destroy Nineveh with an overwhelming flood. And he will chase his enemies into darkness. Whatever you plot against the Lord, he will bring it to complete destruction. Oppression will not rise up a second time, for they will be consumed like entangled thorns, like the drink of a drunkard, and like straw that is fully dry. One has gone out from you who plots evil against Yahweh and is a wicked counselor. This is what the Lord says. Though they are strong and numerous, they will still be mowed down and he will pass away. Though I have afflicted you, I will afflict you no longer, for I will break off his yoke from you and tear off your shackles. The Lord has issued an order concerning you. There will be no offspring to carry on your name. I will eliminate the carved idol and cast image from the house of your gods. I will prepare your grave, for you are contemptible. Look to the mountains, the feet of one bringing good news and proclaiming 
peace. Look to the mountains, the feet of one bringing good news and proclaiming peace. Celebrate your festivals, Judah. Fulfill your vows for the wicked one will never again march through you. He will be entirely wiped out. The Gospel according to Luke, chapter 17. He said to his disciples, Offenses will certainly come, but woe to the one they come through. It would be better for him if a millstone were hung around his neck and he were thrown into the sea than for him to cause one of these little ones to stumble. Be on your guard. If your brother sins, rebuke him. And if he repents, forgive him. And if he sins against you, seven times in a day and comes back to you seven times saying, I repent, you must forgive him. The apostles said to the Lord, increase our faith. If you have faith the size of a mustard seed, the Lord said. You can say to this mulberry tree, be uprooted and planted in the sea, and it will obey you. Which of you, having a slave, tending sheep or plowing, will say to him when he comes from the field, come at once and sit down to eat? Instead, will he not tell him, prepare something for me to eat, get ready and serve me while I eat and drink. Later you can eat and drink. Does he thank that slave because he did what was commanded in the same way when you have done all that you were? commanded, you should say, we are good for nothing slaves. We've only done our duty. While traveling to Jerusalem, he passed between Samaria and Galilee. As he entered a village, ten men with serious skin diseases met him. They stood at a distance and raised their voices, saying, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. When he saw them, he told them, Go and show yourselves to the priests, and while they were going, they were healed. And while they were going, they were healed. 
but one of them, seeing that he was healed, returned and with a loud voice gave glory to God. He fell face down at his feet, thanking him. And he was a Samaritan. Then Jesus said, Were not ten cleansed? Where are the nine? Didn't any return to give glory to God except this foreigner? And he told him, Get up and go on your way. Your faith has made you well. Being asked by the Pharisees when the kingdom of God will come, he answered them, The kingdom of God is not coming with something observable. No one will say, look here or there, for you see the kingdom of God is among you. The kingdom of God is among you. Then he told his disciples, the days are coming when you will long to see one of the days of the Son of Man, but you won't see it. They will say to you, look there or look here. Don't follow or run after them. For as the lightning flashes from the horizon to horizon and lights up the sky, so the Son of Man will be in his day. But First, he must suffer many things and be rejected by this generation. Just as it was in the days of Noah, so it will be in the days of the Son of Man. People went on eating, drinking, and marrying, and giving in marriage. Until the day Noah boarded the ark, and the flood came and destroyed them all, it will be the same as in the days of Lot. People went on eating, drinking, buying, selling, planning, building. But on the day Lot left Sodom, fire and sulfur rained from heaven and destroyed them all. It will be like that on the day the Son of Man is revealed. On that day, a man on the housetop whose belongings are in the house must not come down to get them. Likewise, the man who is in the field must not turn back. Remember Lot's wife. Whoever tries to make his life secure will lose it. And whoever loses his life will preserve it. I tell you, on that night, two will be in one bed. One will be taken and the other will be left. Two women will be grinding grain together. One will be taken and the other left. Two will be in a field. One 
will be taken, and the other will be left. Where, Lord? They asked him. He said to them, Where the corpse is, there also the vultures will be gathered. Where the corpse is, there also the vultures will be gathered.